Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to our Podcasting Smarter December Live, everything you need to know (laughs) to start a podcast in the new year. We're so excited about this because podcasting, you know, a lot of people set the intention to start a podcast in the new year. They have goals, they plan it out. They're like, okay, I'm going to start in the new year, you know, new, uh, set that New Year's resolution, New Year's intention um, to get that podcast started. So that's what we are talking about today. I'm so excited. I'm going to read our brief intro. We're joined here by our customer success manager, Ronnie Gosh. And then we'll jump hello. in and we'll get started. Hello, Ronnie. Okay. And hello, everybody joining us today. Here we go. So welcome back, everyone, to Podcasting Smarter and our December live event, Everything You Need to Know to Start a Podcast in the New Year with Customer Success Manager, Ronnie Gosh, as we discuss how to launch your podcast and have it up and running for the new year. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Podcasting Smarter has live stream sessions like this one with top podcasters, experts, and we also have exclusive recorded episodes on the Podcasting Smarter podcast. So make sure to check that out. Podcasting Smarter is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetizing platform and home to over 620,000 podcasts. To start your podcast, head over to podbean.com today. And now we'll get started. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Norma Jean. How's it going? Good, 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 good. So I'm so excited to talk to you about this because, you know, people have so much excitement about starting their podcast. It's really like... Oh, it's like, you know, that that initial seed, you feel like you've been struck by lightning. We had a guest on the Podcasting Smarter podcast, explain it like that. You know, that idea just struck me like lightning. And so for everybody out there who has been struck by lightning, by an amazing idea, is super excited to share their voice, get their podcast up and running. We want to help you do it in the new year. So we are so excited about today's live stream. Um, And first of all, let's just kind of go over what we're going to go over today. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we can make sure that, you know, for everybody here watching at the beginning, or if you're watching the replay, um, what we're going to go over today is the who, what, where, when, and why of your podcast, formatting your show, a brief overview of the types of gear for recording, um, what is a podcast host, and then creative points, why they matter, what's important there. Um, And you know, if you have any questions, drop them here in the chat. You can also reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com if you have any follow-up questions. So we're always here to support and we love hearing your questions. Um, so first of all, we're Podbean. <laughs> so we have a lot of resources here. Um, and we're one of the top hosting and monetization companies. And podcast hosting is what we'll get into later. Um, but that's really where you're going to publish your podcast. And so we'll talk about what those details are later about what that entails. Um, but we've been a leader in the industry since 2005. So we're pretty we're pretty excited to be here. And... Oh, yeah. You know, over 600,000 podcasts are hosted with Podbean. So just know that you're in good hands. You're talking to people who uh, have been in the industry for a while. Um, Um, Yeah, we've been here a minute. 
We've been here a minute. Yeah. And we also have a lot of monetization options. So we're not going to cover that today, but there's a lot of other content on our site and on our YouTube channel um, about our monetization, about podcast ads and sponsorship and um, patron programs and all that good stuff. So if you do have any questions, we're here to support that as well. Um, So let's dive into it. Um, Let's start with the why, Ronnie. Oh, yes. This is... (laughs) Whenever somebody comes up to me and they say, I have an idea and I want to start a podcast, the first, I I tell them the first thing that you want to ask yourself when you're doing this is not, okay, what, what is the podcast going to be about? This is the initial idea. How do I go forward? It's why does it have to be a podcast? Why, what about the podcasting medium is driving you to tell your story that way? Because that's what it is. It's the vehicle through which you're going to tell your story, which you're going to share information, which you're going to try to, create an audience for. And so what is it about podcasting that really draws you in? And it differs for everybody because some people say, I really like how I can engage one-on-one with people. Uh, podcasting has a very low barrier of entry. So anybody can start a podcast. All you, all you really need is a phone and a pair of headphones and you can start a podcast. Unlike, uh, you know, I want to start a TV show. It's kind of hard to start a TV show. I want to write a book <laughs> and get it published. That does take a minute. <laughs> I'm be with the a master's in English. I, I know it takes a minute. But with a podcast, you really can just say, okay, I want to start a podcast. And 60 seconds later, okay, I recorded my episode by starting yeah. my podcast. And so the question is, why is that medium the best for the story that you want to tell? And so once you figure that out, that will inform how you kind of craft your podcast, how you, you know, craft or, you know, your social media, how you promote your podcast, who you're really trying to promote your podcast to. So once you know why the podcasting medium is perfect for your story, you'll be able to take the next steps and know that you're going the right direction for your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about why a podcast, right? <laughs> so I mean, absolutely. we'll talk about the nuances of of you know the of what you can get out of a podcast in a bit, but you know, there's so many mediums out there. And as podcasters, I think it's important to understand that you also may want to have a YouTube version of your show, right? You may want to have a video component and at Podbean, we host videos. So, you know, it's there for you, but, um, you know, is your audience maybe like going for walks or commuting, right? Are they in a car on public transportation? You know, when are they going to listen? Are they doing the dishes, right? Like (laughs) when is the, when are they going to be able to listen to your show? Yeah, absolutely. Because if you have a show of, of people that, you know, never have a free second, that might be, you know, or maybe they only do one thing at a time, maybe, you know, podcasting wouldn't be the primary medium. Um, and and also, you know, in terms of the why about why you're starting a podcast on the business side, I mean, we can talk about this literally for days, right? <laughs> in terms of being a lead gen or a lead magnet for your business, or if you're an organization, like a, like a company, um, we have uh, solutions that are used for internal comms, onboarding, training, DEI, all that kind of good yep. stuff. But, uh, you know, for the, for the average podcaster, you know, who's not <laughs> using it for business, why are you going to start a podcast, right? Like you have to love it, right? And what do you want to say? And what's the interest, right? Exactly. And that's, that's one of the things is that you really have to love podcasting in order to start a podcast because just saying, oh, hey, everybody likes podcasts. I'll start a podcast. You don't really care for podcasts. You don't listen to them. You're not really going to get the flow of what people are looking for. You're not really going to know how your audience is going to engage with it. You're not really setting yourself up for success. So you really have to love the medium and know what you're kind of diving into before you dive into it. Yeah, absolutely. So once you know, <laughs> once you're clear on <laughs> That's that, the first part. 
That's the first part. And you've been struck by that lightning of an idea. And you're like, okay, this is my thing. And whether, you know, there's a lot of podcasts for business that also, you know, have that as well. You know, hey, I'm going to start a podcast where I interview people within my industry, or I hear stories, or I hear success stories, or uh, case studies, anything like that. You know, whether you're a coach or whether you have um, a service business or veterinarian, in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, there's a lot of different ways that podcasting is used for business as well. Um, and you know, it's just about that excitement and making sure that, you know, you know, your why that's really clear. Um, and now I want to talk about the what and topics versus formats. So this is really interesting because, you know, in terms of, in terms of topics, right there, I mean, podcast, it's like people say how many kinds of podcasts out there. It's like, well, how long is a piece of string? (laughs) (laughs) There are designated categories within a lot of directories that, you know, everybody has to segment your, your podcast into because you want to be listed. Maybe if you're a business podcast, you want to be listed with business podcasts, that kind of thing. Um, But at the same time, every podcast is unique and every podcaster has something unique to bring to the table. Um, In terms of topics, there's a few. So we're going to go over a couple um, today. We're going to go over kind of the the most popular topics and formats. So the first is storytelling. Yes, yes. This is our favorite kind of podcast. We do host storytelling podcasts. We we have a a whole podcast channel dedicated to the storytelling of podcasts. And whenever I talk about this, so many people are like, oh, but this is going to be a nonfiction podcast. This is going to be me and my friends talking about things. You're still telling a story because that's yeah. really engaging to people. If you're not telling a story, then people aren't going to, they're not going to, they're not going to stick around because it's just kind of the ramble of everything. You know, they want to know, okay, what's going on? What's keeping me engaged? What's the hook? What's, you know, the rising tension? What's like the climax of everything where you go, oh my God, that's so crazy. Then they got, oh yeah, yeah, wasn't it? And then afterwards, me and all my friends went out for a beer and it's like, oh my God. So <laughs> right. even if it's just you and your friends, like you have to tell a story. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something where also, you know, we've talked about this previously on lives and on episodes of Podcasting Smarter, but even if there's a fact, if it's within a story, people are 20 times more likely to remember it. So there's something absolutely. about our brains that's like wired for a story. So that's really important. So you know, whatever form storytelling take storytelling takes in your podcast, <laughs> it's important it's really to remember. Funny that you that you say it like that too, because there's actually a whole craft book on writing that's called Wired for Story that details how the human brain has evolved over you know the centuries to be wired for storytelling. It's how we pass yeah. along you know warnings, how we pass along victories, how we you know just engage with each other. So storytelling is really the heart and you know a person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then there's interview shows, which are so popular. And I think everybody loves, right? Because then you get to, you get to hear the perspective of one podcaster, you know, and, and, and how they fit into a show, right? So it's, it's about, you know, first of all, storytelling, right? Hearing that person's story or hearing about their expertise, or hearing what they're there to speak about. But then also, it's a lot of the, the art of the interview right? It's knowing the the best questions of letting the conversation kind of lead itself and yeah. knowing, okay, yeah, I can direct it this way, yeah. asking this question, or, oh, they mentioned this, I can ask this question to lead naturally into the next thing. And it seems so effortless, but it really does take a lot of practice to kind of get to that point where you can make it seem effortless. And it's always, uh, 
it's always an adventure checking out new interview-based podcasts and seeing how people are asking questions, what funky new questions people are asking. You know, I would love to compile a list of like the most unique questions I've heard people get asked on an interview yeah. podcast just to give people inspiration for, you know, cool questions you can ask that are still going to be engaging, but aren't, you know, a repeat of every other question. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also, you know, what's great is that maybe, you know, there's a guest that you like, there's an expert in a certain area, and they may go on several podcasts, right? But every interview is different. And what I think is really cool is that what I think is really cool is that, you know, the way that the the podcaster crafts that interview and and has it fit into, you know, the overall narrative of their show is so cool. And it really gives you an opportunity, right? Because there's a lot of, you know, when somebody publishes a book, a lot of the time they try to get on several podcasts. They try and do several podcast interviews to promote the book. Um, oh, yeah. Because, you know, writing and publishing a book is a big deal. And there's there's so many podcasts on on books, you know, what to read and fandoms, which we'll get into. Um, hey. But it's some... Yeah, but it's something where, you know... <laughs> If you're if you're going to have an interview show, make sure that you have that voice as well. Think about, you know, how each interview you want to be the same, how you want it to be different. Are there any questions that are unique to your show that maybe you ask at the end of every interview or at the beginning, right? Just to kind of be a signature for your podcast, which is great. Um, and then we've got, in terms of storytelling, we've got scripted fiction, which is really, really cool. Okay. And I would love to hear your take on this, Ronnie, because this is your baby. <laughs> oh, this is my baby. Uh I I love scripted fiction with all of my heart and it is I I don't even know where to begin with it because it's I don't there are things <laughs> that I want to say that I feel like people are going to say that's not true because I want to say scripted fiction is uh scripted fiction podcasts are kind of what launched everybody's real interest in a podcast because we all know Welcome to Night Vale. I certainly remember Welcome to Night Vale. Um, I have plenty of their merch and it's like they it's the the show that kind of kicked everybody into thinking oh hey I can start a podcast I can do a podcast and um, then there's so many different like creatives you know sci-fi fantasy podcasts that really got people going oh hey I can start this that kind of just like kept spawning off new podcasts there is like live play D&D podcasts that are super engaging people love listening to them I'm not going to name any because there's so many but it's it's <laughs> so fun because it allows you to really tell a different kind of story because yeah. you know with most odd uh with most uh, fiction podcasts if i could talk with most fiction podcasts they're going to be audio only and so it really kind of makes you work a different way with within the medium to tell the same kind of story and give yeah. people the chance to really be immersed in everything while taking into consideration that they're really just listening to everything they're not seeing it in the way that they would with you know other types of media so it's I love it so much. I'm just sitting here <laughs> rotating fiction podcast in my brain because my brain doesn't even want to put out thoughts. Just going fiction podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's great is that the creativity is there, right? So a lot of the oh, time absolutely. when we think podcast, you know, we think of maybe one specific show or the or the show that maybe we listen to, right? Because I think everybody has a, a general genre of show that they listen to more than others. Some some people are oh, yeah. a mixed bag in terms of their listenership. But, you know, if you have one specific kind of show that you listen to, know that there's so many out there. You know, there's scripted fiction like we're talking about. And a lot of these shows are doing incredible things. Um, and we've, we've 
created a lot of content here at Podbean, especially through our Storytelling Podcast Week, um, where we talk to scripted fiction podcasters about sound design and script writing and all of, you know, all of the detail that goes into it. Because, you know, you're listening to something and you think, oh, this is so quick. You know, I love this episode. It was 30 minutes. It was great. But you don't know it took, you know, days or weeks or even months to produce. So it's definitely helpful to know what's what goes into that as well. When you're thinking about scripted fiction, there's also nonfiction narrative storytelling, which, you know, is going to be like your radio lab or some of those podcasts that, you know, tell a story in in a documentary style way. Um, so if that's that's yep. also a, a genre that you can look into and then fandoms, which I think we touched on with the D&D. Um, so, I mean, you know, if, if you are a fan of something and you have something to say, there is a podcast for you to make like a hundred percent. Absolutely. Hun- and some of these and, fandom podcasts are super popular. You know, it's something absolutely. where it, it really becomes its own thing. So, you know, and I'm sure, you know, for big TV shows, there's, there's some fandom podcasts for D and D literally any fandom that you can think of. There is room for a podcast. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about formats because there's a few formats. And, you know, if you're if you're thinking for your show, you know, you may have it in mind what you already want to do, but there's a couple of options. So we're just going to go through them now. The first is co-hosted um, where you have two hosts <laughs> and you just talk about and multiple hosts or multiple hosts. Yeah, we'll get to that. But co-hosted is where you have just several hosts and you talk about the topic um, for each episode. Then we've got a panel format, which is you know, as you would think, there's a host and then there's a couple of panelists every time and you discuss a specific topic, which is really fun because then you can mix up the panelists and get different opinions. Um, and so that's that's also a great option. Uh, then we've got narrative, which, <laughs> which I know Ronnie wants to talk about. I know. I'm just... No, I, I just started listening to a new one. So I'm just like thinking about that one every time and I don't want to like name drop it in case it's like one of those weird ones that people are like, why are you listening to that one? Oh. But it's just like... <laughs> So good. It's so good, yeah. guys. And and narrative is really where you're going to tell that story. And, and you know, maybe you have a script. Maybe you, you're using sound design. Maybe, you know, you're pulling sound effects. We've got a lot of content here at Podbean where we talk about that. Um, and, you know, we want you to know what goes into these podcasts because it's so amazing when you hear something, but then to know what goes into it, it really helps you paint the picture of, you know, right. how you want your show to sound. Then we've also got solo casts, which are really cool. Um, solo casts oh, yeah. is just you and the mic, you know? And a lot of the time when people talk about podcasting, you know, they think, oh, it's me and the mic and I'm alone in my house in a in a cave, in a pod <laughs> cave. Um, you know, and I, I think that, that that is a really common format. Um, but there are other formats. So if you want to have a solo cast, it's you and the mic and you get to do whatever you want. And that's really fun. Um, and then also in terms of format, it's important to to think about whether you want your show to be episodic or serial. And episodic, oh, yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm going to talk about episodic and then I want you to talk about serial running. So episodic Dang. is where your podcast has an episode that can stand on its own. And so it's like, you know, when you watch a sitcom, right? Maybe you miss a couple of episodes, but if you watch the current episode... You don't really need to catch up. Each episode can stand alone on its own based on the content. Maybe the format's the same every time. Um, maybe not, but it you know it stands on its own. It doesn't have to tie into a greater theme. And then Ronnie, tell us a little bit about serial podcasts. So serialized podcasts are going to be podcasts that have a cohesive theme or a cohesive plot that plays out over the course of you know 
a season or the entire series. Um, both serialized and episodic podcasts can be broken down into seasons, but with uh, serialized podcasts, it's really done to kind of convey the fact that there is a specific arc that they're going for. So season one, this person's going on this adventure or season one, we're covering this particular topic. Uh, like on a true crime podcast, I'm covering, you know, this specific bank robbery. And then the next season I'm, cover- I'm covering, you know, this specific heist. Uh, so it really gives you an idea of, okay, I know that when I listen to this episode, I'm going to have to listen to the next couple of episodes in order to get an idea of what's going on. Or if I tune into episode three, I have to recognize, oh, hey, I missed out on episode one and two. So I'm going to be kind of, you know, tossed in the middle of things and not really know what's happening. Um, both have their merits. With the serialized podcast, I really do kind of tend more towards the, the marathoning of podcast episodes. So it's really great if you're on a road trip and you're like, oh, hey, I want something that's really going to keep me engaged. I right. turn in, you know, in. 59 and keep it going. But something yeah. where it's like, yo, I only have 20 minutes and I don't want to, you know, end one episode and try to start the other without missing something. I would probably go for something that's episodic because I know that, you know, if I just tune in in the middle, I still know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're thinking about starting your podcast, we're giving you a lot of options here. So if you have your idea, <laughs> you're going to want to skip to the next point. Um, Welcome to the buffet, guys. Yeah, but it, it is really important because, you know, a lot of the time... It's something where we kind of are aware of, but we don't necessarily have the have the the top of mind awareness or the verbiage to describe, right? So when you're thinking about your podcast, think, okay, do I want everybody to tune in no matter what episode? They can just jump right in. Or is it, I want to take them along for a story? And there's benefits to both, Ronnie, like you were saying, you know, in terms of episodic, people can jump in at any time. And some episodes are going to be, you know, super popular and, you know, you'll get that variety. And with narrative, what we've also seen is that once people buckle in for that binge listen, they oh, yeah. the retention rate is much higher right. because they're invested in the journey of the narrative arc or the the arc of the show. So it is there are benefits to both. Um, and I want to talk next about who is your audience, right? So when you're creating a podcast, you always want to think who is your audience. And at Podbean, we talk about creating or constructing your audience yeah. avatar. Yes. My favorite, favorite thing to do. I, I mentioned this with almost every, you know, talk that we give on starting a podcast on the webinar. You, If you've tuned in to our How to Start a Podcast webinar, you might have heard about we talk about this. But when it comes to creating an audience avatar, what you're doing is creating a fictionalized stand-in for your idealized listener. So you're going to say, okay, what does my perfect listener do? Does uh, Do they, you know, listen to multiple episodes in a row? Do they listen to one episode right. and come back later? Do they really uh, engage on social media? Do they like, you know posting every single day about something? Are they more of the lurking type where they kind of really only engage with their close friends on things? Do they, you know, like the specific aspects of this topic that I like? Do they dislike it? And how do they engage with that? And with the example I give, uh, my example is always that like, say I'm a Marvel podcast. I'm starting a Marvel podcast and my audience avatar is Kevin. Now, Kevin also likes Marvel. He only likes the movies. He does not like the comics which is unfortunate because I like the comics and the movies. But knowing that, it's like, okay, I can try to target movie content towards Kevin. Kevin, yeah. uh, you know, this perfect version of my listener is on Instagram and on Twitter. I can say, okay, to target Kevin, I can be more active on Twitter and on Instagram. And in kind of doing that, I know it seems a little weird. What you're doing is in creating your perfect listener, you are creating a targeted way to create your content and to create content about your podcast. Uh, and in doing that, you are guaranteeing that more people are going to kind of tune in 
Because if you try to create something that's like, oh, this is for everybody, anybody can listen to it. It's going to be very broad and you're not going to get the same kind of engagement from listeners as you would from saying, okay, this is the specific topic I'm covering. This is how I'm going to cover it. This is where I'm going to be found. And you're going to find more people that way who will who are more willing to engage in a more thorough fashion than just trying to be broad. Sorry, I started like a sentence and like didn't finish it. No, 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 absolutely. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. And and I think it's important just to think like, like you were saying, even from an episodic versus serial standpoint, right? Is your audience going to have a long commute or are they going to be fans of something that, you know, carries them from one episode to the next? Or is it going to be like, hey, they're super excited every week to hear you talk about a different topic. And, and maybe if they miss an episode, it's okay. You know, so yeah. It's really important to think about the listening habits and you know what your audience is going to be interested in. And I also want to talk about when next because consistency is key in terms of creating your yes. podcast. Yes, consistency is the number one thing to really get your audience to come back every single week. For yeah. example, if you say, okay, guys, I'm going to publish my podcast every Tuesday. You're going to see it like before noon. So it's always there, uh, you know, Tuesday afternoons for you. People are going to come to... to, to they're going to come to depend on that. They're going to say, okay, I always know that on my way home Tuesdays, I can tune into my favorite podcast while I'm walking home from school or walking into work. I know I can still listen to this. If you are one of those people that's like, I want to publish every single Tuesday, but I end up publishing on Wednesday one week and Monday the next week, and then I skip a week, people aren't really going to see that as dependable. They're not going to say, oh, hey, I'm going to check in every Tuesday to see if it's there. They're going to yeah. wait a couple of weeks and then go, oh, hey, I'm going to, you know, tune in to see if there's a backlog or how many I missed. So in order to keep that, you know, weekly engagement, that monthly engagement that, uh, yeah. you know, have people tuning in every time you publish, you want to have that specific time. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that it's something where, you know, it, there's this kind of like psychological training of your audience. Um, right. Number one, right? So like if you have an expectation, almost like with TV, right? If your show comes on at a certain time, you're excited about it. It kind of makes your day. And maybe they're not going to exactly. listen exactly at the time when the episode drops, but maybe they they listen that night or the next day, but it's within a routine for them. Um, and this also yeah. applies um, for for seasonal podcasts as well. So maybe you have a set season where it comes out once a week and then you say, okay, guys, the season's going to run, you know, for three months or six weeks or five months, you know, a year, whatever it is. Right. And then they'll know, okay, this is a season. And even if you put parameters on either end of it, it's so important to have that consistency. Um, and yep. j- for your listener and for yourself, um, because pod fade is real. Pod fade is podcast burnout. <laughs> it's a really, oh, yeah. you know, we came up yeah, with our yeah. own, you know, like the industry, we all came up with our own uh, term for podcast burnout because yeah. it, it can be common, you know, and if you're not, if you don't have that parameter set in place and, and you don't, and you don't have that construct of, okay, this is when my episodes come out or this is, you know, this is my season that I'm going to produce. I think it, it, it you know, and there's no end to it. And you're like, Oh, gosh, an episode every week, you know, and and after a while, it can the pressure can build up. Um, but it's important to also release your episodes at certain times, every week and every, you know, maybe a set time and day each week, because your listeners will learn to listen then but it also helps with knowing when your listeners are going to tune in. So at Podbean, you know, we can generally tell you when your listeners are listening, right? So if yeah. there is a time, um, if there is a time where people are listening and maybe it's different from when you drop your episodes, when you publish those episodes out, 
you'll be able to change it. So don't, don't be afraid to mix things up. Um, but it is something yep. where, you know, have that consistency, but then also don't be afraid to pivot if the data tells you something different. Because podcasts will, what's great about podcasting is that you're getting data. Right? <laughs> exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. For example, uh, you know, with the example I gave, say you're publishing your podcast every Tuesday in the morning, but you look at your stats and the heat map tells you, okay, the majority of my listeners are tuning in Thursday afternoon. What that tells me is that if I adjust when I publish my episode, I can really take advantage of when everybody is online. I can start posting so you know, on my social media saying, hey, let's talk about the new episode and really get that engagement going. Because not only is that going to inspire other people who are just kind of like seeing this on the peripheral to say, oh, hey, I wonder what they're talking about. Maybe I should tune in. It actually helps you within the algorithm because the more attention your episode gets within the first 24 hours of being posted, the more attention the algorithm pays to it. So you really want to make sure that you're taking advantage of what your audience is online to post within that same kind of 24-hour period. Absolutely. And that kind of leads us directly into our next point is the where, right? Where you want to distribute podcasts because of those algorithms. So the first is podcast directories. So uh, if you're yeah. new to podcasting, where you're listening may not be where you're public, where the podcaster is publishing the podcast, right? So at Podbean, yeah. you know, you publish your episode and it can go to every directory you want to send it to. It'll go to Apple Podcasts. It'll go to the Podbean public app. It'll go to Amazon. It'll go to Spotify. It'll go everywhere you want it to go. And so... Yep. You know, you you also want to be cognizant of which directories are working for you, right? And and it's interesting because you know you would think across the board it's kind of all the same, but it's not. <laughs> yep. And if you have a specific listenership that's growing on a certain directory, you can also you know comment on that, like in your show. Hey, if you're following us on on um, Podbean, you know, make sure that you like the podcast or make sure that you write a review or anything like that. So that, you know, within those specific directories where you have traction, you can expand upon that, which is really, really important. Um, and so everybody, for everybody out there listening, when we say directory, that's where people are listening to podcasts on their phone, the app that they're listening from. Um, and there are so many directories out there. Um, you know, obviously the the top ones are going to be Apple podcasts. That's really big and, and Spotify. Oh, yeah. Um, Yep. And then also social media. Ronnie, you touched on this with the Kevin example, right? Where is Kevin? Yes. <laughs> Kevin Where is on Twitter and on Instagram. And Kevin's that's on so Twitter and on Instagram. Exactly. So, you know, what's 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 interesting is that not all podcasters, not all people who listen to podcasts are on social media. But if your audience is on social media, make sure you're on the platforms where your audience is. That's really important. And specific communities, you know, for different fandoms or topics are more prevalent or are more active on different social media platforms. So it is important to, to, to be aware there. And then also what we found is that, you know, not everybody on social media listens to podcasts. So a lot of podcast promotion can be done via other podcasts, which is really cool. And we have a lot of content here on that at Podbean with our ads marketplace and our pod ads dynamic ad insertion where you can create a, a campaign <laughs> to, to advertise your podcast yep. on other podcasts, which is, is really successful for a lot of podcasters. And then also websites. That's really big as well. Um, and then for businesses, you know, if you have a company website, that's really big, but also your company intranet. Right. So if you're a business and oh, you... Yeah. And you have that company internet. We have the internal podcasting solution here at Podbean, which you know allows you to you know utilize 
secure and encrypted content within an internet. So a lot of companies do that. And you can, we have this great embeddable player at Podbean for both public and private podcasts. And you can customize it, you can create playlists. And so maybe you have a website where people go or they're directed to, or maybe, you know, from a link in your social bios, you direct everybody to your website, or if they check out your website, you can embed your podcast with the latest episodes, specific episodes, and create really cool playlists based on content. So you've got that option Absolutely. as well. The, the one thing we say about this is that the fewer clicks that there are between the listener and your podcast, uh, the more likely somebody is actually going to click on your podcast. Yes. So for example, that's why we say the embeddable player is so great because you could really just have that on the front page of your website. And so yeah. if somebody says, oh, hey, let me click the link in your bio, it takes me to the website, there's your episode, I can go ahead and click and listen. Whereas if somebody's like, okay, you have to click the link in my bio, you have to click the specific, specific directory and it'll take you to the directory and it opens up something else and it's not the page you're supposed to get to. At some point, they're going to hit click fatigue and it could be two or three clicks in at that point where they're like, never mind, I, I'm switching to something else. Keep in mind that everybody's you know attention span is going to be different, so you never know. But really, you want to shorten the distance between your listener and your podcast wherever you possibly can. Absolutely. And you want to just make sure that you make it as easy as possible. I mean, we've all had that yep. moment where you're like, oh, link in bio and you click the link and then it leads to something else and it leads to something else. And you're like, I, and then, you know, in the age of our smartphones, you know, it's something where, you know, a couple of clicks in and then you get a notification from another app and your attention is somewhere else a lot of the time. So yeah, that's yeah. real. <laughs> you know, that's real. Well, and it's it's one of those things where uh, it's a hold on I, I had the thought and I lost it. It's one <laughs> of those things where you also have to make sure that you're promoting your podcast in smart ways. So, for example, on the different social media sites, you can post audiograms of your podcast, where it's like a short video clip or a short audio clip with like a static background of your podcast. So, really, Wait. anybody just has to do the one click to just start listening instead of saying, "Oh, hey, check out the link in my bio." Make sure you have you know, audiograms are like clips posted periodically. So people can really yeah. just like go to your profile and see it right there. And then that's the the way to really keep people like engaging and uh, engage with your content is just put it right in front of them. Absolutely. And then the next thing to think about is, you know, kind of the, the roadmap or the format. So do you want to have a script, right? Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Sometimes that it's not a direct yes or no, right? It's to what extent, right? Do you want to have a script yeah. for your intro? Do you want to, you know, do a customized intro, walking people through the episode at the beginning of each episode and write a script for that? And then, you know, the episodes may be more casual. If it's an interview, do you want to have, you know, clear produced scripted questions and, you know, have each question almost as a standalone thing? Or do you want to have, you know, kind of a flow of a conversation? There's a lot of options um, with how, how, scripted you want your podcast to be, right? Um, so that's also an option. And then also the roadmap, right? So you want to create a roadmap, number one, for yourself. Because, you know, when, yep. when you're in it and you're, you know, 40, 50 episodes in, it's helpful to just have a format, have that roadmap, you know what oh, to yeah. do. And then additionally, if you bring in anybody else, if maybe you're like, oh gosh, you know, I, I really don't enjoy editing. Maybe I should, you know, get some editing support you can give that roadmap to anybody who's going to help you and they'll know, they'll understand the format of the show. So generally your roadmap um, is going to be your introduction, right? You welcome the listeners, you state what the episode is going to be about. You tell them, you know, where you can be found, follow us, like us, you know, five-star review, anything like that. Um, I'm sure we've all heard those intros. And then you want to have, you know, the main topic of your episode, that meat and potatoes. 
Um, and then you can also utilize segments. That's an option to break your show up into multiple smaller segments, right? A lot of interviews yep. do, you know, a big chunk and then a break and then the end of the interview, or they'll have, you know, quick fire questions at the beginning or the end where they ask, you know, the same questions and they're, you know, very quick one, one word answers, that kind of thing. And then you want to have an outro. So, you know, yep. thank your listeners, tell them where you can be found, all that kind of stuff. Um, but having that roadmap is vital um, because when you get tired or maybe you're experiencing pod fade or you want to bring in external help or you want to bring in a co-host or anything like that, you know, or you want to, you know, automate. So maybe the intro is going to be, um, you know, you've had it as something that is the same every time, but now you want to start changing it up, you know, with... Uh, specifics for every episode and, you know, uh, details and timestamps and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's, you know, you have the option and it, it's helpful in future. Um, so I want to talk next about recording. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. So Ronnie, tell <laughs> us a little bit. First of all, we have the Podbean app. So let's talk about that. Yep. Yeah. So you can actually rec uh, start a podcast and record it directly within the Podbean app, uh, whether you're recording with just yourself or you want to utilize our uh, group recording feature, or even if you want to use the remote recording option with our uh, live stream portion of our app, you can, all you need is a pair of headphones. You can go in, start recording. You can do some edits where you cut some stuff out. You can add background music and you can publish it literally within minutes. So if you have that idea where it's really just kind of like, hey, I'm starting a microcast and it's going to be five minute chunks or hey, I'm doing this podcast while I'm you know, experiencing van life and traveling the road, or I'm doing this while I'm at different conferences and giving people glimpses of different panels for different fandoms. Uh, you know, you can really just have at it and go from there. There's nothing stopping you. The world is your oyster, just phone and headphones. It's all you need. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you if you are ready to record right now and the ideas just struck you and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. And <laughs> you know, it's something where you're not gonna you're not gonna wanna download and put on effects or do sound design or anything like that, and you just wanna hit the mic and go. The Podbean app is here for you. And the, the recording quality is actually really incredible um from an oh, app absolutely. and you can like it's amazing. Um, and then also there's DAWs, which it, it's a people call it a DAW. Um, and just within the industry, it stands for digital audio workspace. <laughs> yep. It's, that, that's it's really funny because I kept hearing people say that so many times. I'm like, what is that? And I never like thought to Google it for like a year and a half after I, until after I started my podcast. It's like, oh, that's what it, that is. I know what that is now. Okay. Yeah. Because we all so use them, right? If you're using a program... Right? To edit your podcast, if you're using any kind of technical software, that's a DAW. But you know, uh, what? what's great about podcasting is that a lot of people who have a big audio background, who maybe have a public radio background, have entered the industry. And there's a lot of really great content coming out. And, and you know, I think that there's room for everyone in podcasting. And so it's great to hear about what goes into those shows and how much, you know, uh, how much work and how much research and how much sound design and all of that goes into it. But sometimes we get these technical terms thrown at us, right? And it's like, well, you know, maybe we know, we know how to use this thing. We know what the program is, but we don't know necessarily what the acronym is. And so I think as the industry yeah. is, is evolving, we're all kind of catching up. So if you hear that term DAW, it's a digital audio workspace. Um, so you've got that. And then for basic recording gear, walk us through a couple of things, Ronnie. So you can really record with anything there. You can just start with, you know, the simple $20 microphone. Uh, you can, you know, expand to like a Blue Yeti. You can expand to like a Shure microphone, like what Norma Jean's using, because that is a Shure, right? Yeah, it is. Yep. MV7. Hey, 
Um, you could even use your AirPods like I'm doing because I lost the cord. <laughs> Plug into my computer, which is also important. I, I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday and I feel like it is so important that people recognize how important cords are for everything when you're recording because really all you need is your microphone plugged into your computer, but you need the part that plugs in. So please make sure you have the right cords. And make sure you have the right cords and headphones. That's also really important. So. And headphones, yes. Uh, and headphones yep. are super important because it cuts down on echo uh, and it really just kind of like isolates the sound so you can just kind of hear yourself. Uh, and it really, it just really helps with recording and editing to kind of isolate everything in and of itself. If you do things without headphones, um, you know, you get that echo, you get that feedback and it, it's kind of hard to edit that part out, especially if you've never edited anything before. So really save yourself the trouble, invest in some headphones. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, we do recommend corded headphones just because having uh, headphones that are Bluetooth or have like cords that disconnect creates a failure point, which means that at some point, if your your headphones like start to sputter out, it's going to be around that point instead of just like the the the, the cords that are like just embedded in. So yeah, corded absolutely. headphones are your best friend here. Corded headphones, and then your recording interface, whether it's the Podbean app, you're ready to go on the fly, or a yep. D, or a DAW, right? Digital audio works exactly. Um, and, and also I think it, in terms of recording tips, it's really important, you know, just to use notes if you want to keep yourself organized. Um, Ronnie, you always talk about hydrating, right? <laughs> Warm yes, up your voice, have a glass of water. <laughs> well, for, for people who don't know really what we mean when we say warm up, what you really want to do is you want to practice speaking, practice enunciating. So when you get into the actual recording, you're not slipping up too much, your voice isn't cracking, you're not, you know, uh, sputtering out towards the end of sentences. You're reminding yourself how you're supposed to breathe while you're talking. Um, you're reminding yourself, okay, yeah, I have to speak a little slower so I don't stumble. Um, one of my best uh, uh, pieces of advice when it comes to uh, warming up is to read a poem or sing a song because it really helps you with your enunciation and your speed, which are two things that I think that everybody needs to focus a little bit on. So that's definitely a place to start. And there's obviously more tips out there on warming up. But if you don't really know where to start, a poem is my usual go-to. So Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it it brings you back into that present moment of your cadence and your pace. Pace is such yes. a big one in podcasting. Yes. Um, so that's really important. Um, make sure that you're familiar with your gear, no matter what you're using, right? Whether it's a, you know, state of the art technical mic, or you know, whether it's your phone and and you're recording on the Podbean app, just make sure that you're familiar with it before you're like right in the moment and, and you're unsure or you you know hit the wrong button. I think that's really important, right? Um, and you don't need a soundproof room, but just to make sure that you don't have a lot of reverb where you're where you're recording. Um, and then also figure out how to position yourself physically. This is also really important. <laughs> so those exactly. are some basics. Yeah, those are yeah, some basics perfect. with recording. Yeah, no, Sarah, I was going to say, uh, for example, if you know that you're sitting down and you're going to be recording a 30-minute episode, know how you're sitting, make sure you have good posture. Uh, you know, if you're going to sit in a specific way, know that if you're going to move, your microphone's going to pick that up. I yeah. don't recommend recording while laying down because first of all, that kind of compresses your lungs. So it's a bit harder to breathe than to, uh, you know, speak. And also yeah. it's just kind of uncomfortable to do it. I'm yeah. not speaking from personal experience whatsoever. No, I mean, the thing is, we t we t we're talking <laughs> no, about the basics here, but we've seen it all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so oh, it's definitely something where, right, exactly. So, you know, it's just, it's just good to make sure that you, you know, you have, you can project 
you're you're in a good yes. place. You're either sitting upright or you're standing, and that you feel comfortable in your body. So that's really important. Um, and then cover art. Cover art's a really big one. Um, it actually makes yes. a bigger impact than you think it would. So on the on the basics, you know, we've got the the specifications here at Podbean, and um, we'll pop the link here in the show notes for this episode, if you're listening to the replay, but you want to have at least 1400 by 1400 pixels and maximum yep. 3000 by 3000 pixels. It's going to be a, a square. Um, and then additionally, it has to be a square. It has to be a square. That's right. It has to be a and square. That's right. It has to be less than one megabyte and uh, yes. it has to be in JPEG or PNG format. So sometimes, you know, yes. because Podbean hosts so many podcasts. This is a common issue where, you know, maybe the file size is slightly too big, or maybe it's not in a JPEG or a PNG format. So it, it's really yeah. important to just make sure that you meet those specifications. And then, you know, the cover art is going to tell your audience the vibe of your show. You know, I, exactly. I don't want it, to, it's not going to tell a lot of technical because it's a small, it's a small graphic, but you know, it's going to portray the feeling. A lot of directories, if you have great artwork, you have a greater chance of being featured. There's a lot of benefits yep. to having good artwork. It's going to draw in the eye because, you know, we, we've had a lot of audience development experts at Podbean talk about this. Um, and, and, you know, people come on Podcasting Smarter from different audience development uh, organizations. And they talk about the fact that like getting someone to listen and keeping someone listening are two different things, right? And so getting oh, yeah. that person to, to listen to your show... You know, they're not gonna listen to audio. That's not gonna draw them in. What's gonna draw them in before the audio? Your cover art, yeah. your description. Absolutely. And so it's important to have these things be succinct and describe your show because it's something where it really does make the difference, right? If somebody's scrolling through a directory and they're thinking, "Oh, I want to find a new show," and they see your cover art and it grabs them, it's gonna it's gonna help people find your show. Absolutely. And keep in mind that no matter what your podcast cover art is, it needs to be recognizable no matter the size. That's right. So that's whether right. it's, you know, the a small icon that's, you know, uh, yeah, up in the, the top of a tab or if it's something that's taking up somebody's entire phone screen, people need to be able to recognize it, which means you really need to focus on color and uh, on on the detail, I suppose. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this because no, everybody's you want to is be going to be... Right. You want to make sure it's scalable. You want to make sure it portrays yeah. the what your show is about. And you want to make sure yeah. that it grabs the eye. I think those are all Absolutely. really important things. Um, and, and yes. you know, we're talking about this in detail because this is the feedback we hear within the industry, right? From <laughs> top directories, from podcasts that get featured, all these different things. So, you know, it's something where that cover art is is super important because it's the first impression that people have of your show in a lot of instances. So Absolutely. you want to make sure that you get them from, you get them from the get go. Um, and then yep. music, music is also really important. Um, you know, using music in your podcast, we have a lot of music on Podbean that you can use if you're recording on Podbean. We've got a lot of free music. You can use your intros, outros, transitions, background music. Um, if you want to source your own music, just know that you have to have the rights to it. That's really important yes. as well. Um, and just make sure that, you know, you, and there's so many ways to get music for your podcast. You can have somebody compose you something you can purchase, yep. you know, you can purchase, uh, music online. You can like license it. You can, um, use music from free directories. That's, um, already open license. So there's a lot of options and there are some programs that enable that also have, um, free music and clearly like garage band, LMMS, that kind of thing. Um, and then lastly, oh, yeah. Ronnie, let's talk about hosting. 
Yes. Yes. This is one of the most important parts of starting your podcast, because this is where your content is going to live as you're sending out to different directories, different social medias. And so you really have to ask yourself, what do I need from my podcast host? Like, what are my goals? How can they help me reach that? Yes. And then find the podcast host that helps you uh, reach those goals because they have the tools that you need. So, uh, you know, it's always possible to switch podcast hosts, but that really is just kind of such a such an extraneous step. So really, as you're starting mm-hmm. your podcast, you want to do that in-depth research to what different hosts offer. Uh, you know, what do, what does it cost per month? Do they have an option to pay yearly? Do they have monetization options built in? Do they have the extra features that really enhance the podcast experience for both me as the podcaster and for my podcast listeners? And so yeah. you really want to find something that meets all of the uh, meets all of the the goals that you set for yourself and for yeah, your and your requirements. Host. Absolutely. So yeah. some of those top. I mean, every podcast host is going to give you an RSS feed, and that's what you use to yep. submit your podcast to different directories. And then every time you publish an episode, each directory is going to pull the RSS feed and publish it. So your podcast isn't hosted on all the places where people listen. It's hosted on a hosting yeah. platform like Podbean. So <laughs> that's why we like to talk about hosting. <laughs> but it's it's hey. some really important things to think about are what analytics and metrics are you going to get from your host? What are the monetization opportunities? Um, and a lot of the time, you know, we have free hosting at Podbean. Um, and we also have so many different plans where we've got unlimited audio, unlimited video. And, you know you can start free and then upgrade. It's definitely something that's that's exactly. there for you. Um, but you know, when we're talking about free, is free really free? Right? Is there a monthly upload or download bandwidth limit? That's number one to think yeah. about, right? Um, and then number two, how much does it cost per month or per year? Because sometimes maybe, you know, something that's free, you're gonna pay more if your show gets even a couple of thousand downloads then you would if you had just gotten the paid plan so that's really important to to remember and to just look at you know and you can always migrate over to podbean or you can always um you know upgrade your plan as needed but it is something to consider when you start um you know what specific tiers does your host offer um are there any resources here at podbean we're really big on support yeah. Um, we just want to make sure that everybody like has the tools and creates a podcast. Um, that's that's number one. Um, and we've got a lot of tutorials on our site. So if you do have any questions, check them out. Um, it's help.podbean.com. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> any podcasting question, there's going to be support there for you. Um, and then also in terms of additional features, you also want to think about, you know, what else is there for me? Um, you know, we did speak a little bit about analytics, which I want to come back to, but are there any features like live streaming at Podbean? We've got live streaming and then monetization. So a lot of hosts um, that are free may not have that monetization option as well. Um, and, you know, when we talk about monetization, this is like the most exciting for us because podcast monetization is so cool. And to watch podcasters, you know, start to make money and for some of them even make a living off of their podcasts is such a cool thing to see. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we've got um, something called dynamic ad insertion and pod ads here at Podbean. So if you have your own sponsors, you can uh, insert your own ad at any point in the episode. You just select the timestamp. We've also got an ads marketplace. So there's a lot of options for podcasters out there. And we just want to make sure that you have the right options and that you know what the options even are that exist. (laughs) Absolutely. 
And keep in mind, when we talk about dynamic ad insertion, this is going to be where we insert the ad uh, without you having to go back in and edit an episode. That's right. Which is why it's so prevalent when it comes to podcast advertising, because it allows you to run campaigns on your back episodes so that they're continuously monetized whenever somebody starts your podcast right from the very beginning. It allows you to take old uh, advertisements out that are no longer you know, paying you so you can insert new ones so you can continuously get paid. And it really just kind of eases you into the whole advertising game. Absolutely. And it may not be that you're running a campaign for an external advertiser. It may be that you launched merch. right? Exactly. And you want to tell everybody who listens to any episode of your podcast in the next month, right? whether it's your first episode from two years ago or the episode you put out this week, that merch is available. And here's the, here's the link. So it it is exactly. something where right so it's something where you know you just want to make sure that you know what options are available and what you want to exercise. So thinking about your host is super important and here at Podbean, you know, obviously we've got a lot of options and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at podcastingsmarter@podbean.com. Well, Ronnie, we've gone over so much today. I know, right? It's been crazy. I know. If anybody out there has any questions about how to start your podcast in the new year, get ready. 2023, let's just call it. It's the year of the podcast. <laughs> the, year of, it's the, the year of podcasters. It's the year of podcasters. Exactly. Well, I'm going to read our brief intro and then we will wrap up today. Thank you so much for joining us, Ronnie. Well, of course. Uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for joining us at Podcasting Smarter for our December live event, Everything you need to know to start a podcast in the new year with customer success manager, Ronnie Gosh, on how to launch your podcast and have it up and running in 2023. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Podcasting Smarter has live stream sessions like this one with top podcasters and experts. We also have exclusive recorded episodes on the Podcasting Smarter podcast. If you join late or want to have another listen to this conversation, you can replay this live stream on Podbean's YouTube channel and the Podcasting Smarter podcast. Podcasting Smarter is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetization platform and home to over 620,000 podcasts. To start your podcast, head over to podbean.com today. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned for more podcasting tips and best practices in 2023 from Podbean. Happy podcasting, everyone. Happy podcasting. Thanks for joining us for this replay of our live event episode. If you have any questions about podcasting and want to get in touch with the Podbean team, reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Happy podcasting.